0: Woody Womack, joined by David Lackford, <laughs> his professional name. <laughs> commitment Issues Podcast, back in full effect. We decided to record an episode this week. People, The people have been clamoring, Dave. Woody, where you been? Why don't you record a podcast? So here we are. All right.
1: It's good to be back. What people? How many? The ballpark <laughs> figures here. Twelve? Probably
0: like the same four people. One, <laughs> one guy DM'd me and was like, was like uh hey where's the podcast been blah 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 or something and i didn't respond because it was in my message requests and then he then he sent another message he's like three months later no response Wow. then he goes then he goes enjoy garbage grove which you know is the is the burn for cottage grove my hometown so accurate hey that hit hard that hit close to home
1: dude that we gave the virginia tech hat to was probably happy to hear us back he's a he was a loyal listener shout out to you virginia tech hat guy whose name i can't remember
0: so anyway it's been tough you know dave has a real job he's a he's out here doing his better call sol impression all across the state of kentucky (laughs) Uh, hey it's coming back dave are you excited
1: no, nah, I don't watch lawyer stuff. I don't watch law stuff, man. You? I thought you
0: watched Better Call Saul. I was watching it. I was like, "This is stupid." See, I'm an
1: ethical attorney, man. And Better Call Saul is offensive stereotype, and I don't appreciate that, <laughs> Woody Walmack.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, so Dave's got his real job. Rob, I don't know what he's up to. Uh, you know, he's pretty busy if you ask him. So he's doing basketball stuff. Nick is uh, barred from appearing on the podcast because he works for another company. So that at least leaves me.
1: Nick got a job, huh? That's what's up. Congratulations, Nick. (laughs) He's on a hiatus.
0: (laughs) He's had a couple of jobs since he's, since he worked, actually uh, three since he worked at Rivals. Um, but I mean, I can't get in to read a text message, let alone respond within three days. I don't think I'm booking him for the podcast anytime soon. so yeah, yeah. Um, but that anyway, you know I'm back. Uh, we were doing I was doing it with Farrell in the fall and then uh, my mom died and then I took a sabbatical after that. so uh, you know that didn't work out with Farrell doing it on a weekly basis. see they're trying to pin him down. So I'll be back with me and Dave and some other I've, I've had some other people express interest in that. I was thinking about doing some more interviews because, I mean, I know all these people that are going to the draft. Why don't I hit them up and talk to them and we can tell some old recruiting stories, right? Get Wandale on here. I could get
1: Wandale to come on.
0: Yeah, let's get Wandale on. Let's get... Well, they keep getting verified on Twitter because they got agents now that can get them verified, so I keep seeing them pop up on my verified followers, and I'm like, oh, I should have him on. I should have him on, so...
1: What was that tweet about uh, that you put out about Tennessee not getting a kid verified or something? What... <laughs>
0: no that wasn't tennessee it was another school another big famous school uh that's bragging about nil constantly uh-huh. and the kid hit me up and was like hey can you help me get verified and i was like dude you're committed ask them uh, and he said no nah, they, they won't help me till i sign i said well you know you may, <laughs> maybe they're playing it fast and loose there man right you that's, know that, that opens you before you sign. That opens the door. So I'm just saying, don't be here bragging about how much you help kids with NIL, and then the kid asks you for help. And of course, they're saying now, oh, it was a it's a potential violation. I'm like, oh yeah, now you guys are worried about the rules. Uh, <laughs> hey, I
1: went to school. I'm gonna do nothing till I get that uh, till I get that signature on the paper, man.
0: And so either, you know, I,
1: you could get screwed. So it I just
0: thought I just thought it was interesting, so I tweeted it. I mean, I don't really feel strongly one way or another but if i was the school if i was the coach i'd be like hey social media nerd get this kid verified today yeah
1: i don't cast no skin off my you know what i mean i don't care (laughs) if he's verified or not if he's coming he's coming if he don't don't but at the same time it's better to increase my chances of getting the kid to sign right
0: right exactly so uh we wanted to talk about a couple topics uh the biggest one yesterday five star quarterback nico iamaliava which is how his dad told me how to say the name so big shout out to me for <laughs> hit, hopefully hopefully correctly he commits to tennessee uh and they lined it up i mean everything was in place you saw you saw a wave of content come out monday morning That's great, great 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 planning good timing obviously uh well thought out there he was down to my, uh, Tennessee, Oregon, and Miami, pretty much. And he's one of these one of these guys who grew up uh, loving Marcus Mariota. This is the third quarterback, by the way, who loved Marcus Mariota, who visited Oregon a million times or wanted to go to Oregon and didn't go there. Tua being the first one because Oregon didn't want him. DJ Lale being the second because they didn't get him, and now uh, Nico. So keep that in mind when we're when we're evaluating uh, where. It's gonna go if, if, they, if they play that card. But uh, he, it, it seems like it's a done deal. Now the word is, and the word has been through people I've talked to that he's the you know notorious eight million dollar recruit. Oh, there's a collective at Tennessee. Uh, I don't know if he's if he's said that. If he said, oh, I'm the eight million dollar deal. I don't know. if They announced the deal, but I mean. Every all signs point to him. It has to be someone in California. The, the announcement came out of, or the story came out about it. And then he commits like two weeks later. So what do you think, Dave, to me, Hey, $8 million. I'm I'm happy for the kid. I do think that the, you know, from what the reports are, the the contract starts now because he can make NIO money in high school and then he has to – It's conti- I think it's some on him staying through his junior year and stuff like that. That makes it a little tricky, but, but what do you think, David?
1: Well, first of all, are you excited that your boy Mario is down there in Atlanta now? He's oh, be- yeah, we'll
0: be hanging out all the time. He's-
1: <laughs> yeah, right? You're going to go hang out at the gym, you, and uh, shut up and train. That's right. Um, so uh, $8 million to the mystery recruit. We still don't know who it is because I'm like, Woody – have you verify this? You're like, well, I've narrowed it down, processed it. Of- no, no,
0: no, no. I've been told that it was Nico. Now, oh, it, you know, from oh. right from multiple different people. Now, uh, did I w- would I go out? You know, am I going to report that as a fact? No, but I have been told that, and I think it's. I mean, I think everybody knows that. I saw some tweets from other people yesterday at other recruiting sites alluding to it. I don't know why it's like a secret. Who cares? If, look, I'd be—I I know the lawyer did so. The, the, that's the other thing I need to talk to you about, Dave. It's lawyers are negotiating these deals now. Mm-hmm. Kids don't have agents, so right. Uh, you might, might want to tap into that.
1: I know. Now, I got people hitting me up about that stuff, but I don't know what it is. I don't know how it operates, and I really don't have the time and energy to uh, get involved with it because I got to do a whole bunch of research about it, and I don't want to just jump in not knowing what I'm doing and screw something up. So I'm going to just stay out of that. Uh, it's not going to last long. I don't see. I don't see how smart business people who have access to $8 million give it to a high school kid to go play football somewhere where he may not even win. Because remember when you tweeted it out from the rivals account, I'm, I, I DM'd Woody. It's funny. Like I wish somebody could see our DMs sometimes. I DM Woody. I'm like, Yo, how's this kid a five star? He's like, he's his got a very limited amount of film because the game that rivals actually went to go see him play in, he got hurt in the first quarter, right? So they don't have him throwing any touchdowns or anything like that. It's just like he throws a screen. He throws like a a comeback route and then he runs for like five yards and and that's it because he got hurt. So I'm like, oh, this kid sucks. How's he a five star? was like, no, 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 he's really good. We just didn't have any footage of him, but it just doesn't seem like a wise move, right? Here's $8 million, high school kid. Um, and look at all the California. Imagine Malik Henry getting eight million
0: dollars. You know what I'm saying? You might have got more than that. I mean, at the time, given the hype, remember the hype around him, he might have gotten more
1: to be the next. I don't know who he's supposed to be, but that kid was a jerk, and he fizzled out. You know, imagine giving Josh Rosen eight million dollars. He's gonna have a whole dorm of hot tubs on his floor, right? So- so- it's just not wise to do because you don't know if the kid's going to win the job, right? And then it handcuffs the coach because they're like, look, this is an $8 million kid. I don't care about that other quarterback you got from Murfreesboro that's better than him. He starts, right? It's, it's just I see way too many things happening down, the, down the, the stream here. You know, people always say A plus B is C. Yeah, but then there's a lot of letters in the alphabet after that. And I, I see disaster looming for any kid who gets $8 million. For nothing, for what? Well, that's,
0: that's the thing. Is even when this started, I mean, we we couldn't foresee these collectives. So that's the things that's going on right now. That's the buzzword, collective. So basically, we set up and you know, say we're fans of you know Georgia State, right? So we set up a collective where we say, hey, you want to join the collective? Contribute money. We're gonna go. We're gonna go target recruits for NIL deals, right? Right essentially you know pay for play whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. so so we we pooled together two million dollars I mean it may be you know Johnny Appleseed throwing in 15 bucks like a GoFundMe situation so then but so so then we go and we we make the deal with the kid now my problem with that is Johnny Appleseed who paid 15 bucks you know, when when the kid throws an interception or something, he's going to be saying, hey, I pay your salary. You know, we're going to have <laughs> it, it, it that that kind of stuff makes me a little nervous. And I I I'm look, I'm happy the kids getting paid money. I think I if he you know, this is America. So this capitalism at its finest, I do think there'll be a.
1: Is it at its finest? Cause it seems like this is some off-brand work around garbage. Just pay the kids to the university, Right. right. You pay the kids to get more money, donate to the university's fund to pay the kids. This is all just stupid. It's like the medical marijuana. You know what I mean? It's, it's just look, NCAA you're, you're obsolete. Okay. You don't matter. You're arbitrary unit of middlemen who decide to do nothing anymore. You're gone. Who cares? Pay the kids. Stop doing this work around garbage, This, all this NIL crap that nobody knows about. You're talking about it might be this, it might be that. He might be the kid, but it could be someone else. California kids can get paid, but Georgia kids can't. What? There's no uniformity. It's a terrible law. All this is stupid. No one knows what it is. It's a house of cards. That's why I'm not touching it.
0: I ain't touching that shit. I'll let somebody else take that beach. You know what I mean? I mean, you do make a good point. I mean, that's. You know i think some people thought okay hey the kids can now get paid for their jerseys hey the kid can do a endorsement deal for the car dealership and get a free car i don't think people thought hey you know a bunch of dudes are going to pool money together and pay the kid now what is his like people crowdsource everything the, the, the kid out in
1: ferguson uh kyle rittenhouse they, they made like millions of dollars for this dude's legal defense what do you mean? Crowdsourcing always happens. Well,
0: but, but what I'm saying, what is, from a legal standpoint, this is extremely foreseeable that these things would happen. Right. But what is he and you know, what is he like endorsing? You know, that's he going to school, but I mean. He's endorsing uh, VFL, Vols for
1: Life. <laughs> Back to the former days, baby. T. Martin. That's what we just got us at Martin. I wouldn't pay a Cali quarterback that much either, man. The how many California quarterbacks end up being, you know, nothing, man. Like a lot of them bust. I don't know what it is, man. There's a few, but the majority, I guess the majority of prospects from every state bust, especially at quarterback. So I guess it's not fair to put it on California. Is it plus
0: the Heisman trophy winners from California. England. Right. And he's, he's doing pretty well in his own, uh, NIL. Ventures. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I don't know. It's, it, the biggest issue is the NCA, like you mentioned, they, kick, they kicked the can down on the road, tried to pretend this wasn't going to happen. Then the states passed laws. Then they went to Congress and said, hey, we need a federal law to, because if not, this is going to be chaos. And Congress was like, we don't we don't care. You're basically a bunch of scam artists. Yeah. And then they didn't pass it. So then the NCA was like, oh, whoops. OK, there's no rules. And now, you know, you essentially you have uh, a legal boosters to pay kids but here's my thing kids were getting eight say say people were still cheating as as normal right schools are still cheating boosters say people are still cheating (laughs) boosters are still paying kids right the kids not getting a prepaid visa credit card with eight million dollars on it like no the, the the money's been anti that. Now I did have a, a dad, which by the way, I mean, what, you know, I did have a dad tell me uh, a, a famous quarterback dad. Tell me that a school uh, offered him $1.5 billion as a, you know, as a bag man type payment. Right. Now the, he the kid didn't go to that school. So does that mean the school he went to gave him more? Or does that mean the dad was just talking out of just bragging like whatever? I don't know. But so there's no real way to know what the market is because, you know, even covering recruiting, we don't trade in that. I do know that it wasn't, you know, it was always viewed as like, oh, Zion Williamson's getting, you know, he's going to get a million bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Offensive linemen's not going to get a million bucks going because there's so many more players.
1: Linemen well, are getting a million dollars almost. Not, probably like 200 grand, quarter milk.
0: quarter milk. Right, but the yeah the money the money has definitely and you know it's been raised in terms of just like straight football talk. You know, Josh Heupel just a big win. Tennessee fans should be celebrating because he's not he's not known as being like a crazy recruiter. So whether the collective did it or whatever, the kid still has to want to go play for him, and he has a great record quarterback. So that had to play in.
1: Tennessee is always going to recruit
0: well. It don't matter who's there. Every coach, Tennessee's always what top
1: fifteen, top ten. They're always in the top half of the uh, SEC East every year. They they recruit because they got uh, people around there that are going to generate an eight million dollars slush fund for an NIL deal. <laughs> Tennessee's always going to recruit well, but and that's the thing. And so, and I think that's the thing with Tennessee fans, just like okay, well, we got another five star. He'll probably suck. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Recruiting is not Tennessee's problem, but I think Heibel a pretty good coach, though. So.
0: Yeah, Hypo is a good coach. I mean, they were. I mean, talk about night and day in terms of how fun they were to watch. Like, I mean, we used to watch to kind of like laugh at them at how, how, how
1: you were betting Tennessee. They could never they, they never covered the spread, baby. That was that was gold right there. Gold. Just, you know, you're getting that.
0: You can recoup that
1: money you lost earlier today on
0: Tennessee. Like,
1: the you want to lose later on
0: Tennessee, Georgia State, check Tennessee, BYU, check. Like what? we're all. <laughs> it but, but there's so much more fun now, and I mean, uh, their offense, just the whole vibe, is just like so much better than the Jeremy Pruitt era, obviously. So,
1: hey, who was who's a quarterback? Is Hendon Hooker still there? Is he going yeah. to be
0: the first year? Yeah,
1: okay. he's going to be gone. though, when Eight mil shows up, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: I'm gonna call him. I'm calling Eight milly Hey, listen. <laughs> What's up?
0: I, so <laughs> my question is, you know, I don't know, like I said, I just don't know what the reporting, I don't know how we you report a story that says a five-star quarterback's getting eight million and you don't say it's who trash. it is. It was trash. It was like this anonymous coach said this anonymous player is
1: getting a uh, eight million dollars. Like what I also would like to look at the contract, right? I want to see, I'm gonna look at every clause in that contract. You know, if you get injured and can't play, done. You know, how much of it's guaranteed, how much of it is uh based on Boosters, incentives, things of that nature. So I would love to look at that contract and well, see how much this kid is really getting because they're just saying eight million. He ain't getting that up front. No
0: way. No, and I think, like I said, I I was told it was a lot. There were contingencies on him being there through his junior year, like if he transfers or
1: viewers, right? Like he he takes the money and runs. So I I would do the same thing. You get this amount first year, it'd be like. Very small amount. I, I would backload that contract if it was me. And look, you don't want it? Oh, bye. I'll go get another another five star quarterback to sign up for this deal. Somebody's gonna bite on that hook, right?
0: <laughs> I would I would take it. I'd uh, listen, if you I don't care what incentives you put in there, if you put it if you put what do you got to write a thousand articles in a year, guess what? I'll be writing a thousand articles to get that eight million. So um for million. <laughs> 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 That's for another pod. so uh so that's the nico story i think there'll be a there'll be some other big names that go with him i mean he's a charismatic dude he kind of he kind of has a vibe like you'd love him like but he kind of has a vibe like snoop Dogg. oh yeah he's like laid back he's high as hell (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't say that but he's just like Like dispensary. he's laid back and he's just kind of he's just kind of cool he's tall and and thin like that and he, he just he just gives off a vibe like a like a, a dude he's real easy to talk to. He's real friendly. So um, I think, you know, he'd be real popular so as long as his play backs up uh, what what they want. It's hard to meet what the Tennessee fans want, you know, as a goal. They want, want
1: undefeated champions and to cover the spread every week.
0: <laughs> right, right, exactly. And to beat Alabama, which you know, hasn't <laughs> happened in a long time. Uh, the other thing I want to talk with you about, Dave. Did you see the Urban Meyer story?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. Urban Meyer, what a jerk!
0: Wow. wow so there were two aspects. There were one of him saying like Florida kids are dumb or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of them. And so he
1: says that literally everybody in the world makes fun of Florida. They call it the, the the asshole of America. Like, what are we talking about here?
0: But I think he was. I, I also think like. You know, he was trying to be. You know, if you've ever spent any time around Urban, which unfortunately I have, <laughs> I, mean, I have. He's like that. He thinks he's being funny. Like he thinks he's being funny with with Marvin Jones. You know, like because um, Trevor's also from the South. So I mean, you know, whatever that. that so take that out of it. Now, my other thing was. Everyone's mad. He didn't know who Aaron Donald was. Who's this 99 guy on the Rams, right? Mm -hmm. Now, two things. He's probably – he was A, probably being facetious, or B, he was being a football coach. I've covered college football coaches who would say, oh, you know, Tommy Smith's out this week. we got to have 97 step in and play well. Guy on his own team. Where they don't really know the kid's name off the top of their head, especially when these guys are the CEO type football coaches uh-huh. where they th- view themselves as, you know, managers and then, hey, you take care of your position, you take care of your position, blah, blah, blah. So I think that's kind of like this is perfect, like Twitter catnip. Urban was a disaster, but this isn't that surprising. I mean, neither one of these things is that surprising to me. I didn't read the
1: article because I, I have trained my eye to uh, not get enraged by the catnip, as you said, or get high from the catnip. It was stupid to me. It's like, yo, look, there's no way Urban Meyer doesn't know who Aaron Donald is. Right. Who Aaron Donald is. He is the best defensive tackle we may have ever seen in our lives. So that's bull crap. And it's also non-football people that don't understand football coach mentality. They do all kinds of stupid stuff that is supposed to motivate. Like my favorites when they go, well, we're burning the boats this week. Have you ever heard a coach say we're burning the boats? That's the yeah. war thing, right? So there's no return. Well, guess what, bro? You're not going to a war. You know what I mean? No one's going to fail to take the hill with the machine gun bunker, okay? He, he might not go through the A-gap the way you want him to, but guess what? He's probably not going to die. And, yeah, you know what? You didn't burn the boat. You're going to take the bus home. What are, you, what are you going to make everybody catch an Uber home? So coaches say this stupid stuff all the time. It's a, it's a motivational ploy. It's a head game. It, to me, it was a stupid uh, Nothing Burger article, and I did not engage.
0: <laughs> Look at Dave. He's so zen now, ever since he started doing uh, jujitsu.
1: Right, and, and reading a lot of zen-type material. like the article.
0: And- Art of is good, too. And painting now, Dave. You...
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good at that, man. Yo, and I'm, yo, I've done five paintings, and I have all of them on my wall. They ain't great, but they ain't bad.
0: So, a lot of times you'll see a a couple go out on a date and paint. But what is it called? Paint, drink wine, and paint. Right? Paint sip. Paint. Yeah. So they do one, and then they it's like, hey, look, here's our trees or whatever. But you've been? Did you buy a membership? How many? I mean, uh, it costs some bread, man, you know. So you're just going back and doing the the paint by numbers thing. Well, I've been doing it
1: myself. Like I was watching Bob Ross on the last one I did. I just watched Bob Ross. You know, my happy trees need some work, but my mountains are on point. But I mean, I didn't start painting because I just went on that thing, though. I was listening to this book called Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. And he was talking about Winston Churchill used to paint. And basically it was like Winston Churchill had all this stuff on his plate, but he needed time for his mind to clear. So one of the things he did was he took up painting and he wouldn't let anybody interrupt him because he needed to get away from all the stress. And painting was like a Zen thing where you're focused, you're in the moment and you're concentrating on the paint. On what, on what your mind is trying to put on the canvas. And that's why I started doing it, you know, because it's stressful. You know, I'm a criminal defense attorney. People's lives are in my hands, basically. If I screw something up or I don't do my job the right way, they're going to go sit in a cage for a few years. So it's, it's, you know, the way on the soul. So you got to do something to, to, to block all that out and just focus. And painting is what I do.
0: That's kind of like me with gardening. Yeah. Gard, gardening achievement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Achieves a similar goal for me. I've been oh, I've been ramping up around here. It's going to be a big garden year. Uh, um, real quick before we go, actually, we're going to tack on an interview at the end. Speaking of NIL, I did an interview with uh, Shamar Stewart, the five-star who signed with uh, Texas A&M. Ran into him in Miami, and we did uh, like an extended uh, – I wouldn't say an extended conversation. <laughs> yeah. Five minutes. He, yeah, That's he's a, a – conversation he, with a 17-year-old. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's a laid-back kid, so. But, he didn't have a whole lot to say, but uh, I did I did get a compliment. Shocker. <laughs> I did get a compliment. I want to talk to old head. <laughs> right. One person said they liked the interview, so that's good enough for us to tack it on here. Dave, uh, recommendations real quick. You said you've been watching uh, Winning Time, the Lakers show, right? Yeah, I don't want to give up too much
1: away, but it's really well done. And, it's, you know, you should check it out. It's good. I don't want to well,
0: get into it too much, though. What about the, I heard there's like breaking of the fourth wall. That's always a, I don't really like that, you know? Um, yeah. Where they're talking
1: directly to the camera. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do it, but it's, it's, it's a cool format the way they have it. Um, it's very grind house kind of style. Um, it's, it's, it's seventies. They, it's got that seventies vibe. It's kind of got like a black exploitation kind of vibe to it. Um, I think it's well done though. Uh, they do break the fourth wall, but overall it's, it's, it's a coming of age story and everybody loves that, you know, it starts out with magic back in uh, Michigan and his mom's real like religious and cookies there. And she hasn't joined him out in LA yet. So they, they do take some uh, liberties with history. Like they kind of make it seem like him and bird were in the same draft, but they weren't, I think bird came out a year before, Um it's really done well the last episode has uh what's his name uh pat riley and pat riley's like 34 he's not playing anymore he's got like this super attractive wife who's a, a psychiatrist and she's like doing stuff in the house now because he's not making any money he's just out playing pickup basketball and he's trying to get a job with the radio and then he, it, i don't want to give too much away. Okay. It's it's a really good show. Check it out. The guy who plays Jerry West does a really good job because West struggled with depression and he was kind of a maniac. And the guy who plays him in this really, really pulls it off. Well, so check it out.
0: All right. So uh, I'll try to catch up at least by the end of the season so we could talk about it. I've been wanting to watch it. I just uh, no, the, the Gilded Age really had me bogged down. <laughs> You know I love the, the high society shows from back in the day. So I like
1: period stuff, man. I like period pieces. Um,
0: but anyway, uh, yeah, I've been watching that. I've been watching, oh, Severance is the show I wanted you to watch. Severance. It's on Apple TV Plus. Real mind benders about this this company, right?
1: What is Apple TV Plus, bro? <laughs> I think, uh, yo, I'm, I swear to God, cable had it all figured out. It was just like, yo, you got cable. Now I gotta pay another fifteen dollars a month for Apple TV plus pro Max. No, nah, I'm not doing it don't no don't even talk about that show no more. Don't even mention Apple on this podcast. they don't get they damn Apple gonna rule the damn world.
0: So sick of Apple I'm gonna have, we said we weren't gonna use the video for this, but I might have to clip that I'm gonna have to clip that part and tweet that <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead but anyway. The, the, the concept for the show is where you work for this company, you go into work and they, they sever, they, they put a chip in your brain that lets, doesn't, you don't remember any of your life outside of work, right? So you go into work for eight hours and that's your existence. In a lawyer. No, no. Then when you leave and you have your normal job, you don't remember work at all. All you know is you show up there and, and then you, next thing you know, you, you blink and you're leaving. So you got like two different existences. So Uh. anyway, it's a good show. Uh, A real mind bender. So unfortunately, you'll (laughs) never see it. I agree with you, though, because here's what happened. If you remember in the early days of cord cutting, it's like Hulu was free. Mm. Watch all the shows for free. And then all these people, oh, I get everything for free. Why are you paying for cable, you sucker? Blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, now it's like, oh, we have to bundle Hulu and ESPN and Disney together. It's like, yeah, that's called cable. We had it. We had it. We had
1: it. What are you talking about? Like Paramount Plus. The South Park actually was releasing movies over there, right? So South Park has the deal with uh, uh, HBO Max, right, for the regular season, but in the contract it said like the length would be like 25 minutes or 30 minute episodes so what south park did was they cut another deal with paramount plus and they did movies and they were like an hour they were like 58 minutes so they got they got around the contract they had with hbo max and who gets screwed in the end we do right Right. now i got a paramount plus freaking contract to watch 1883 and yellowstone which i'm not watching anymore yellowstone jumped the shark that that Show went crazy. This chick gonna open up a bomb. She'll be like, No, don't do that. The bomb's like three feet away from her, (laughs) and it's only her back that gets messed up. And she comes out, got a light for the cigarette. (laughs) Get out of here, man. That show was cool, and it went full bonkers. I ain't watching that no more. Did you watch 1883?
0: Yeah, yeah. 1883 was fire. Man, I got hey no spoilers for the audience, no, 1883. Is good. I, I was watching that alone in my hotel room. The last episode, and man, I you know it got real dusty in there. I'll tell you that much.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, <laughs> yeah, right?
1: well, it'll jump the shark too. It'll jump the shark. Well, I actually think it's over. I think is it good? Good. Let, let's keep things. Let's, let's. You were saying about my bald spot with my hair, right? I'm 44. I had a good run. Let it go. You know what I mean? I don't need 60 seasons of the walking
0: dead, you know what I mean? Wrap it up, B. <laughs> well, I, see, at least you brought the energy today. I, I'm glad you brought the energy. Uh saw this I coffee and drinking, man. I hope you <laughs> I hope you sent a few. By the way, you know, so I've had multiple lawyers going on with dealing with my mom's stuff. And it, they work. The, the 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 hot shot the, the the lawyer who was the expert in getting people kicked out got the people kicked out right the
1: story you need to be talking about right there you know and I, I didn't say condolences on this show because we've already talked about this many many times but uh, the the squatters at your mom's house man the gypsies they got gypsies out in Oregon people don't realize this man Oregon is crazy it's probably the craziest place in the country or or no my fault New Wyoming. That's where you live, right? You live in where New Wyoming would be, right? And then you got Portland, which is like the most the leftist
0: epicenter. So my friend Nelson, who's a flight attendant, he was in Portland and he he, he was like walking around. Yeah, he he made the mistake of staying downtown, because, bro. You right? know, it's like a war zone basically.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: he he sent me a video yesterday, and he was like, "Man, you know, Trump's complaining about all these other countries. He's like." What is going on in this city? And he pans around a video and all the businesses are boarded up and things are, cars are smashed out and (laughs) people everywhere. (laughs) He couldn't believe it. I was like, I told you, dude, I didn't tell you to go take a vacation to Portland. Yo, Portland, Pete, listen,
1: I have a client whose girlfriend is from Portland, right? And I got him this really good deal. And she was like, she didn't understand what a legal fiction is, right? So sometimes you'll be charged with a felony and then there's not really enough evidence to prove that, but there is enough evidence to prove like a a misdemeanor or whatever. So you'll agree to amend it down to this misdemeanor, right? But then that misdemeanor, you don't like that either. So you get them to do something less. So it's like, there is some truth in the middle, but you plead them to something less than that truth, right? This woman was like, he's going to get up there and lie and say he did that when he didn't. So I want him to take the stand at trial. I said, oh, what law school did you fail out of? You know, I said, listen, you can have your money back. Don't ever call me again. And when he's in prison, maybe you can go in there and see him maybe get married, have a conjugal or something, because that's where he's going. If he listens to your advice, she paid me a lot of money. It was very brave of me to say this to her, but. Luckily my client stepped in and calmed her down, but I, like she just had, she's an, she was an activist. She's, she's crazy. Like she has like this portman look
0: in her eye. <laughs> yeah, she's going to drive a van into the side of the prison and break him out well, her the middle linebackers. Like they have that middle linebacker intensity.
1: Like if well, you come in the back of her head, like a tear will roll out. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, anyway, I get the bills, you know, and it's like responded to email, you know, yeah. $57. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They got to bill you, man. See, I don't bill though. I, I do
1: a lump sum right off the jump, even for family law. I'll be like, look, your case is going to be a pain in my ass. It's going to, I'll do the math in my head. And I'll just be like, look, send me 10 grand or
0: I'm not taking your case. Well, so I've been arguing with him on one because Uh-oh. they hired, well, listen, you, uh-huh. tell, me, you tell me lawyer, Dave, All right. they hired a server to serve the people. Cause we end up, you know we ended up getting them evicted or whatever and then he said, huh so you got you got the result you wanted from the lawyer right 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 right, right. but then but then but then he so he said he said, well it's we, we should go ahead and sue them as well you know like uh for so, damages to the property huh
1: are, are you going to get paid from
0: the no. crowdsource fund? No. No, they don't have any money. But anyway, so it goes to serve the papers, right? They hire the process server to serve the papers. Okay, the people live in a busted trailer in the yard. Like, not a trailer, not not a manufactured home. I'm talking about a trailer you pull on your car to go camping or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my sister, you know, my, one, of the, one of the one days out of the year, my sister happened to go over there for a couple hours to actually do some work because uh, she knew I was coming. And She's like, Oh, some person came by and handed me these papers. <laughs> and it was the process server, went and knocked on the door of the house, and my sister was in there and gave her the papers. And then the lawyer emails me and said, Yeah, they served the papers to someone named Wendy Womack. Is that the squatters? I was like, Do you think the people who are squatters or has the same name as me? What the hell's wrong with you? They want me to pay for the The server, I'm like, the server didn't serve anyone. You're right.
1: right. The server didn't serve anyone there. I wouldn't pay it.
0: Right. So how much, how much is it? uh, I like 250 or something.
1: I don't know. It's small peanuts to me. You know what I mean? Uh, It's part of
0: a bigger bill. It's part of, (laughs) you know, oh yeah. It's part of a bigger bill. Uh, Yeah. Draft summons, $95. Correspondence with server, $205. Send summons to server, $95. You know what I mean?
1: Did your sister give the summons to the people that were there, though? No.
0: Nothing. They weren't there at the time. They were like... The, so he served it on your sister. <laughs> right. I, but the fact that he then emailed me and said, yeah, they served it to Wendy Womack. Is that w- w- one of the people? I'm like, you know my name, right? You emailed me. You know I'm Woody Womack.
1: He's probably going to go ahead and uh, take that off.
0: Yeah, so anyway... Uh, long story short, they're all gone, and when I was, I was out there cleaning out the trash, and I was finding used needles, and I was like, man, this is about as bad as it gets, mm-hmm. uh, picking up used needles off the ground. Uh, so anyway, now, now I'm a real estate mogul, so yeah. watch, out, watch out, world. Uh,
1: I'm so- out in Garbage Grove to sell you, baby
0: yeah hey hey that guy was in my dms about garbage Grove. i got some i got a garbage house unless <laughs> you take off my hands for 400k if you got it. no inspections no 400k huh cash only no huh? inspections no contingency no claim deed
1: <laughs> all you property nerds out there listening
0: all right so uh we're gonna wrap it up i'm gonna turn it over to myself interviewing shamar and uh, Dave will be back. I'm not sure if it'll be next week or not, but we'll try to be uh, I'll be more regular and then we'll try to get Dave on more regular so we can get gold like that apple rant. The apple <laughs> Apple rant and the Yellowstone rant. Uh yeah. pretty good. The, the explosion on yellowstone is pretty ridiculous. Someone's gotta die. One of the main characters has to die.
1: The thing is she's facing the explosion and her back is what gets burnt. It's terrible physics.
0: <laughs> well, Nobody of consequence died, though. That's the bigger issue. Like, one of the th- stakes of like Breaking Bad or Sopranos or uh, w- even the 1883, someone's, you know, a main character is going to die. You have to have that hanging over you because if not, you know, it's like you said, like Walking Dead season nine. And you like, man, how many times has Rick had a zombie on top of him? And he's, the, the mouth is right here in his arm. And it's like, you know. Uh- okay. The Walking Dead is a bad example because they were writing characters in the
1: margin from the second ep- second season. Right, Shane was like the, the number one guy. Everybody thought he was the man. Well, the Rick killed him. Like everybody, they they smashed old boy's head in with the baseball bat.
0: That was bad,
1: bro. Walking Dead's a bad example of that. That was when a lot of
0: people quit watching.
1: Walking Dead is like the No Country for Old Men of the
0: series. call well, that to Daryl and Carol. You know what I mean? Because they're still kicking around.
1: Yeah, I don't know how Carol survived like the popularity stuff. I guess it got to the point where like, all right, we can't kill off all the original characters, right?
0: Yeah. And she's and guess what? She's cashed in. She's at they got a I've been seeing a billboard for like a... you know, they do the Walking Dead conventions here. Oh and for get, Yeah, like, oh, it's uh Fandemic. That's what it's called. Fandemic. <laughs> no, I'll go to that. Check it out. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of Shane's gonna be there. He's uh the actor who played Shane making an appearance. He's still getting paid to go to make appearances and he hasn't been on in 10 years. It's good for him. All right. Thanks for joining me, Dave. Uh, listen to me and Shamar. We'll be back next week. Go ahead and leave us a review. We got to try to get active again on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever it wants to call itself. So, although we're not supposed to mention Apple, right?
1: No. No. <laughs> Not mentioning anything, that's no more brand names. You got like Nike boxes and Adidas boxes behind you. You can't show us, well, you know. We're not, do that, we need to get funding from here. If this kid who ain't thrown a pass in college football is getting eight million dollars, we could get somebody to yeah. pay us eighty dollars or something.
0: Okay, wait a minute. But while you, you bring that up, hold on. I got an email real quick. We'll throw this in. Uh, hi, Woody. I hope all's well. Great to connect with you. I wanted to reach out with you to you because we have a new client we think you, you will love. Uh, I'm not going to say the company name. is a full nope. service crypto app where users can buy, sell, or interest take loans on their crypto. We're interested in collaborating with you on a paid social media initiative. Okay, all right. We are running to get consumers to download this app. Um, this app focuses on demystifying the world of crypto that many people find daunting or confusing. So it goes on and on. Basically, they want me to post on one Instagram story set, one Instagram video post, and then I get paid a very nominal fee. Uh, and then of course, you know, 12 it, if people sign up. I get part of that. But it's like, I'm not trying to do sounds MLM. Like,
1: it sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. Hey, listen, if we did get somebody to contribute, like say, you know, a certain fruit company, IT fruit company, uh, would... Would Yahoo, just get all that money, or, or yes, or yeah,
0: no, uh, yeah.
1: Just, I'm not under contract with, rivals <laughs> with Yahoo. I could just start my own joint over there and then just have you on every week on the low. I, I was calling issues commi- money under the table, you know what I'm saying? Call it
0: issues commitment with issues <laughs> <laughs> with commitment by Dave <laughs> it's Sweet. featuring rivals Woody. Yeah, uh, well, unfortunately, Yahoo owns my speaking of name image and likeness we need to sign-
1: let's change your name then let's
0: give you let's give you an alias the- i sign away my nil rights every well, every, every every year so <laughs> anyway yeah. all right thanks, we'll be back with another episode uh next week and uh be sure to listen to me and shamar i'll talk to you later peace Woody Womack here with Five Star Shamar Stewart, Texas A&M Signee. Now this is nice, yeah. that is real nice. I've never seen that before. The gold, I got a volley, this is a volleyball jacket. A lot of people don't know. I had to make up my own logo, <laughs> So listen, what's it been like? It was crazy, it's been a month and a half now. What's it been like for you?
2: I think life really just calmed down lately. Yeah chill time on me time.
0: So you're just finishing out school now, right? Kind of being a normal student?
2: Yes, sir. You know, getting out working after school.
0: Uh, Has it been hard for you know some of the guys enrolled early? Some of your friends are already out there?
2: Yeah, it's hard cause like, cause then I'm looking back at it, I'm still in high school, you know, still going through teacher problems and
0: all that. Teacher problems, girl problems? Yeah, all that. (laughs) Um, So what's the plan? You're going to graduate in May and then go down after that?
2: Yes, sir. Two days after graduation.
0: You know it was kind of wild I'm sure you were getting pulled in a lot of different directions before signing day you're down here in Miami coach Cristobal made you number one priority um what was that like how, how torn were you at the end and what was the reaction when you finally decided to to stick with a well,
2: It was really hard you know because like both places I really wanted to be at I mean I, I didn't really see a bad option I just felt like what's best for me so that's what I did. And Coach Chris Ball on my last visit, they like they really prioritized me and I feel like that was very special to me. And I really thank you for that.
0: But you joined the historic class at NM, one of the best classes we've ever seen. Uh, uh, and you like I said, you're close with all the guys. How excited are you to get there and get to work?
2: Man, I'm very excited. I think we do something really special over there. Um
0: the course it was crazy with like all these rumors. Oh there's a 30 million dollar and what do you think about when people are saying something like do you want to come out and be like that's not true or yeah,
2: it's not true it's just, it was just a group of guys that wanted to genuinely want to pay it together and, like really want to build something together you know. You think what's one thing you think the,
0: the fans don't realize? Do they, you think they don't realize how well you guys all know each other even it's like you and Evan Stewart you're not from the same place but you're seeing each other at big events and you're talking all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's
0: my right, so that's what I'm saying. Do, do fans not know how well you guys know each other? What do you think their misconception is of the situation? And I
2: just think fans take anything in and run with it. Anything. like I see a random TV and run
0: with it. Um, yeah, did you see the one the other day about somebody getting $8 million? Or
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, on that Kelly kid, right? Yeah, that's probably true. You think
0: that's true? Eight million? Hey, it's Cali.
2: Anything,
0: can happen. <laughs> oh man, eight million. Look, if someone's getting eight million, I'm very happy for them. But that's a Me lot. Too.
2: Of...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, down here in, in South Florida, not really, we're not, you know, not really known for having elite linemen. So, did you take that like a chip in your shoulder going into like the all star game? Being like, hey, I'm going to show them that you know we got it just like these
2: other places yeah you know i just went over there with the mindset like outwork everybody you know showing what we got down south
0: right and you how did you feel like that went
2: i feel like i could have did better but it was still a great experience for me
0: yeah you were kind of banged up a little bit too right yeah
2: you know it gave me like an idea of what culture would be like you know i'm still going to see this guy on the next level at some
0: point so has texas and given you any type of Training regimen, you got any weight goals or oh, anything? Oh, yeah,
2: definitely. They gave you a meal plan, a weight, uh, weight room schedule, so all that.
0: They send you the food? That would be better. Nah. <laughs> Wait, look, if you need me to eat this stuff, I need like a Hello Fresh or whatever, you know what it is? say? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Hey, maybe. Hello Fresh, get out Shamar with the NIL deal. <laughs> hey, but I'm waiting. And me too, look. I mean I could use the shed a little. I need <laughs> nah, you look good, you look good. <laughs> I need a great plan. So you came out, you're at the camp. You just came to hang out, right? You just love football or what?
2: Yeah, you can see it. I just I love football. I can't walk.